are invincible, undeniable, and two-time Super Bowl champions. Welcome to the Indiana Chiefs Fan Podcast, where we talk about our favorite team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. I am Golden Jay, and with me is a three-time podcast favorite, Chico Noise. What's up? And our newest uh, comer to the Golden Mojo Entertainment family, we call him the Chief, Phil Jordan. Chief. Welcome, gentlemen. How you guys and doing? You forgot, you forgot to mention first-time podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> one-time podcasting yeah, host. one-time. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I had to throw that in there. Everybody else had podcaster after their name. No. <laughs> well, you are the newest you know, to the golden mojo family. So yeah, I know that, uh, that <laughs> kind of covers it. He's a one-time podcasting host. Yeah. Hey, and that's okay. It's okay. It is. It, believe me, it's fine. <laughs> I am a four-time <laughs> podcasting host and, uh, it's, it, it's a little busy, but you know, I, I love it or I wouldn't be doing it. So gentlemen, did you guys have a good week? Yeah. Yeah. I had a good week. I spent a lot of money this weekend. Uh, Cause we lost power for almost 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. Then some serious storms come through our area on Saturday morning. Yeah, it was, uh, it was ugly. I'll put it that way. I watched it and I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I watched it out my window from my bed. I just laid in my bed and watched it. I couldn't. The thunderstorms were pounding too hard. The thunder just kept waking me up. So I got up, opened the shades, and sat there and watched the trees bend almost in half. Mm. Yeah. What was it Saturday morning when I sent you a text and said it was hailing really bad? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we had yeah, so big I, chunks. Yeah. I mean, other than that, it was a great week. Good. 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 Um, I wish I could say that it was a good week in uh, Chiefs history this week. We've got a couple things that I'd like to go over real quick that I don't know if you've heard or um, have seen the reports on. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> uh, let's start off with uh, Ian Rappaport reported that uh, wide receiver Justin Ross has been placed on IR ending his rookie season with the Chiefs. Uh. Now, if anybody remembers uh, last week's episode, when we talked about the draft, he was an mm -hmm. un, undrafted uh, sign for Kansas City. And I really liked his highlight reel. And I really thought that this, he was going to be a nice little add-on to that wide receiving core. He was also the one that I talked about had the spinal injury that he mm -hmm. had uh, in college. Um, but apparently he had some foot surgery and getting some cleanup on that. And it's just going to take him out for the entire season. So hopefully 2023, we'll get him back and we can see what he can do. So that's one of the, that's one of the downsides this week. Also just announced just a few hours ago, according to this podcast recording, uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire has been placed on the physically unable to perform list. And that's a big deal in Kansas City because he's pretty much our starting running back. So, but we did bring back Gore, which yeah. we talked about and we were impressed with him. But yeah, having any one of that caliber on the pup list is, uh, 
kind of a little concerning, but at least they had depth at that position. So and, far. Well, that's exactly it. And we talked about that last week about the depth of and them going out and getting these guys in, in mm-hmm. the draft and, and some free agencies and stuff like that, getting that depth and, and that what's what makes that so important because here we are, we're just starting training camp and a layer is already out. And Did they say what it was. It's not career. I mean, year ending since pup, you can you got to stay in there what six or eight weeks or something like that, or did I, they change that because of COVID? I am not a hundred percent sure. They didn't get into um, exactly what was going on. They just put mm-hmm. them on the injured reserve, so okay, or physically unable to perform. So yeah, Pup. gotcha. Pup. Yeah, um, we it looks like uh, uh, Azure. Camara, a defensive end from the Cowboys, is going to be signing yep. with the Chiefs too this week. So we look forward to yep. another nice defensive end out there. Once again, depth. Just that I did see today. <laughs> I don't think he's actually signed the paperwork yet. I think it's just uh I think they're just a little bit ahead of ahead of the curve on that one. So I don't think he's actually signed yet. So if he doesn't sign as of next week, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll retract that statement. And last <laughs> last of uh, of my notes here from uh, my research here in the last couple of hours that I've kind of gone through. Um, Dick Vermeil, head coach Dick Vermeil, uh, gets his gold jacket in preparation for his enshrinement into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm telling you what, right there, that is uh, that is a well-deserved Hall of Fame inductee, right there. We're super oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. I mean, his run with the Rams was awesome, legendary. His, you know, uh, his run with the Chiefs, um, you know, falling short of you know winning a playoff game, but um, still legendary in the Chiefs. Yep. You know, Chief coaching the hierarchy. Yep. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always like, yes. Always like Dick Vermeil. I thought that was, uh, I thought that was pretty awesome that he's going to be inducted. So well-deserved congratulations to Dick Vermeil. And like I said, my most notable quote for Dick Vermeil, are you going to solve your defensive problem? Score more (laughs) points on offense. That's all it takes. We're going to have to, we're going to have to find that clip and uh, put it out there. There you go. There you go. Well, gentlemen, this week's episode is the uh, road to Super Bowl 54, 19, no, 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 2019, 2020 <laughs> season. Sorry, I don't know where, I, you know, Dick Vermeil was in the ni- 1990s, I heard something in there, I don't remember. <laughs> I would have taken a Super Bowl win in the 90s for sure. Oh, oh my God, yes. It's nothing like the anxiety of, watching the regular season you do well you get in the playoffs and you're just like this is our chance this is our time this is our oh shit you guys probably would have taken a playoff win even in the 90s uh, <laughs> yeah i i think we had the longest drought i believe of playoff losses like 15 years or something yeah of being in the playoffs and losing every single time yeah i could be wrong on that again you know this is just my statement uh yeah this by the way that is our disclaimer we are not 100% factual. This is an opinionated uh, chief show. So please enjoy <laughs> <laughs> the opinion of a bunch of, of a bunch of uh, 
just super fans that didn't necessarily know all the ins and outs. The only opinion that matters is we just love the Chiefs. That's right. That (laughs) no, that's not even an opinion. That's a fact. That is straight fact. (laughs) (laughs) Um so yeah, let's let's uh let's talk about the uh, road to Super Bowl fifty four. Um let's get into the fact that uh this is basically our what 50 year drought between the Super Bowl um four win and the Super Bowl uh 54 54 yeah <laughs> math oh, math is hard i hate math yeah well, so it was uh 1966 we played the packers in super bowl one and lost that was uh lombardi's packers right it was the lombardi yep. trophy so yep um yep. and then it was 70 when we beat the vikings and then Ooh. go was that fran tarkington um, I don't know. I'm not sure either. Hold on, I gotta grab something. You guys keep going. All right, we're gonna keep rolling. The chief has to step away. I'm afraid <laughs> to know what he's. I think we all know what he's going after. Oh yeah, I know what this guy set in the door. No, um, I don't know if it was Darkington. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. It's definitely something that I'm gonna have to uh, to look at because I just don't know. But anyway. But yeah, 50 years of drought between 70. And 2020, 2019, 2020, when we went back and uh, played the 49ers. But in there, like we mentioned before, there was that span, you know, of 15 plus years where we didn't even have a playoff win at Mm -hmm. all. Yeah, the the last playoff win, I do believe, was my boy Joe Montana um, in that run that they had just to the AFC championship and. They lost to, I don't even remember who they lost to exactly, but uh, I remember watching those games. I remember kicking back and enjoying them, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's see. Um, Let's see. He retired in uh, 1995. uh, And I remember, I remember 95 extremely well. And especially that time period because Joe Montana retired. Um. Mm -hmm. My grandfather, your great grandfather, passed away, April. and the Oklahoma City bombing all happened right about the exact same time. Yeah. How's that for? I mean, that is for me. That's three big things in in life that that's how I remember that was all 1995, and then a couple months later, Chico Noise was born. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah. We didn't uh, win another uh, playoff game until um, Alex Smith actually came into. Yeah, she came to the team. So, and even then, it was it was probably wild cards and maybe maybe the first playoff game. Yeah, if it wasn't the wild card. My thing with uh, with Kansas City was is that I always hated when they had the bye week. I mean, you know, it's always a good thing when they have it, but it's always a bad thing because we always seem to come out flat a little bit coming into yeah. that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times we lost to those damn Colts in the in a in a divisional game. Yeah. In the playoffs, I hated that because then you know, being oh. Indiana people, that's all we had to hear about. Oh, your Chiefs got beat by the Colts again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I was trying to find my eight millimeter Super Bowl four uh, 
film. Oh, nice. Were you gonna say like time. spin it on the camera or what were you? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. He's actually gonna get his projector. It's got a. It's play in the background. That's what yeah. should be going on right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. It's got a really nice color photo. Um, so I figured nice. it's in a cool we kind of show, but it's not where it should be. Uh oh, it's been moved. Shelf on that yeah. wall. <laughs> so we I were blame the wife. Yeah, probably. So we were we were actually talking before uh, we actually come on air. Um about all of the the changes that we had going into that 2019 season so chief you want to kind of run us through that a little bit well i'm thankful that uh we got rid of our defensive coordinator (laughs) you weren't you weren't a bob sutton fan i was not at all i was uh no, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, don't get me started on how to line up on a football. Um, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, you're going back to the you're going back to the 2018 yeah. season where D Ford couldn't stay on on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was so depressing. I remember giving high fives and everybody's hugging, and that stupid yellow flag came out and kind of ruined my day. <laughs> well, we're gonna it, we're gonna get past that, Bill. I mean, let's let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, that's fine. You know, it's uh, it's been on my uh, brain for a long time. I don't think oh, I'm ever I gonna can, forget. I can only imagine. So, as we were talking before, you know, notable ads that I think uh, everyone's knows. You know, Tyrone Matthew. You know, was a huge. Uh, signing at safety, uh, Brashad Breland, quarterback, uh, or quarterback. He's not a good one. <laughs> a cornerback. Maybe he was a quarterback at some time. He I don't probably know. was in high school. Yeah, or high school. <laughs> yeah, high school. Yeah, I'm, it's weird. A lot of these players, you know, they start out at quarterback, and, you know, they do wind up, uh, you know, going to other positions that they excel at. Um, right. So what's interesting with that is, you know, those are, you know, some of the top two or three players I can think of, um, notable cuts, Justin Houston, you know, Eric Berry. Oh, the great Eric Berry. Yeah. I mean, Eric, you know, I mean, we supported him. Um, he supported the chiefs for so long. He had that battle with cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it was a, it was a heartfelt goodbye, um, for him. Oh, so, yeah. And he didn't um, I mean, he didn't he, he tore his Achilles. He destroyed it pretty much uh, after he made it back as, you know, coming back after all the cancer treatment and and to go out. And then that's pretty much it. I don't, He's not come back into the NFL. I know yeah. there's been talks a little bit about it this year, maybe him coming back, but I haven't heard anything substantial. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything on that rumor tree either. Um, you know, other notable items, you know, we had a good draft that year, I believe. Um, you know, McCall Hardman, Juan Thornhill, Rashad Fenton, you know, are the three that come to, you know, every, everyone's mind when you think about who made a difference and, you know, our road to the Super Bowl. You know, all, all three of those, you know, were main players. Right. And if you want to, those are, I mean, what I can think of for the players that really helped us out. I mean, obviously the whole team helped, but right. I think some of the, you know, front office, you know, who they brought in made a huge difference, you know, um, 
can't say enough about our front office, you know, um, for the past four or five years. And then, you know, uh, Tico or, or, Oh my gosh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the emperor, you guys want to hit uh, coaching changes that we were talking about as well. Well, I can tell you right now, the, the Bob biggest Sutton, one yeah. being, yeah, that was the biggest one. And he didn't move on. They just let him go. Um, yeah. I mean, the rest of them are, I mean, are, you know, that's the big one because he was a defensive coordinator. The rest of them are just kind of, yeah. you know, uh, they let go uh, while well, he was promoted. Brett Reed, Britt Reed, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't even think he's, I don't think he's there anymore. Is that correct? That's, is that Andy's son? He's not oh, there. He's no. gone. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, you yeah. know, Mike, Mike, well, he was a defensive line guy. Mike Smith um, is, was gone. Uh, you know, it's just, they're all just kind of, kind of the, I don't know how to, they're not lower line. There's no lower line coach in that, uh, you know, in, on a football team, but they're not the big names that stick out that, they, that everybody talks about every, every game. So I don't know that yeah, uh, but they were, they were notable additions, I would say. You know, I made I, I think in the background. Yeah, know. well, Bob was replaced by Steve Spagnola, which I think was a big one. Bags, bags, bags. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, not a, not a big marquee name as far as coaching wise that I don't even see going on to defensive or offensive coordinators yet. So there you go. I don't know that there's anything exciting there besides the Sutton to Spags. <laughs> <laughs> Gunner, uh, do you be- remember any of that uh, along the way? Oh gosh, I don't remember many of the the coaches that swapped out, other than the ones you mentioned, um, or right players. On. Any other players that you know came in and made a huge difference that I forgot? No, I think you guys pretty much covered them all. <laughs> oh, I mean, I didn't mention uh, uh, Mitchell Schwartz as well. Oh, there you go. Sorry about that. He was actually, um, you know, I think he made a big difference. And I mean, besides the the players that we we let go and the players that we brought in, we just kept most of our players that did well for us the season before too. So I mean, we didn't. Well, except for you know, well, I, I'm going to stand by that statement, but you know, <laughs> mm. Justin Houston, you know, I think it was time for him to go. You know, you know that was for that. That's how I feel, but some people weren't happy about it. Uh, you know, we've talked about this in the past where it's just like, uh, you know, the front office is there, even the coaching staff, they know way more than what we get to see on just on Sunday afternoon. They see <laughs> practices, they, you know, they see the ups and downs and they look, they look at it a little bit differently than say, you know, the fans do. We see Justin Houston as a um, sack machine, you know, they mm. see Justin Houston as two, two seconds slower than what he was, you know, four years prior to that when, when he was a sack machine. So, you know, you bring it, the veterans are great for leadership and stuff like that, but you know, these, these younger players are a lot faster and, you know, a lot of them are learning the game a lot faster too. So, and that's the big, the big to do when, when you're looking for somebody who can read an offense and know what they're going to do long before they ever hike the ball. So, I mean, I mean, we, we, we did well by trading basically D Ford, you know, if you, I'm just looking through the notes here, we got a second round pick 
in the 2020 draft. So, you know, it's like uh, pretty decent. And D went to uh, San Francisco. Is that right? Yep. And Frank Clark, we traded. We got a third round pick, uh, the 2019 draft, and he went to Seattle. And we got a first and third round pick, I think, in first and third and second round pick also as well. So we got something out of them. In other words, you know, they just weren't cut. Right, right. I I think all that helped build, you know, the 2019 team. Oh, that that beautiful 2019 team. Uh, We did talk about uh, in the Latin, I think the last pod or maybe the one before that where you were talking about that quarterback who was uh, 2019 Chiefs. Look at that. He's all set. The collection. But we talked about that third string quarterback who had to come in and uh, and make it happen. That was. That was Matt Moore, by the way. So, yeah, good, good uh, follow up on that one. Um, Yeah, he's a notable addition, you know, late in the season to uh, secure our playoff run. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, A lot of, uh, a lot of time he's played in the NFL, either as he did some starting years, didn't he? Yeah. And he played for Andy Reid as well. So Andy Reid knew that he could come in and play his system. I think that was the major key on why they got someone that was out of the NFL. Right on, right on. Um, Big kudos to Andy for pulling the trigger on that one. Definitely. The guy knows this. The guy knows his shit. It's all good. We all know that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Yeah. So, it's just crazy looking at this list of the players that we had during that, uh, during the 2019 season mm-hmm. and just seeing some of these names that actually are no longer there, you know, Anthony Hitchens, Reggie Ragland, Bashad yep. uh, Breeland. Um, oh, wow. There's Tyron, uh, Daniel Sorensen, Shabaris Ward. Yep. Uh, did uh, Blake <laughs> Bell and uh, uh, Dion Yelder tight ends are no longer with us, you know? Just crazy. How, well, and then there's that one, that number 10, Tyreek Hill, you know, he's no longer with us, but big part of that Super Bowl, that Super Bowl season, probably one of the biggest parts, you know, in Tyreek. But yeah, it's just crazy to look over this list and be like, damn, they're just, and it's only been a couple years ago. Yep. Just names, goes that, to, names that you would say every Sunday all the time. Oh, the my God. You'd be cheering them on like crazy. Daniel. Oh, here's the big one. Here is the big one. Dustin Colquitt. Oh, he, yeah. Uh, he was part him. of that. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, Gunner raises his jersey because, <laughs> because he has the jersey curse. Thanks, He's, Aaron. <laughs> do you have the you ever hear the jersey curse there chief no go ahead chico explain to him the jersey curse so my buddy darren huge cubs fan bought a cubs player's jersey the player retired that year <laughs> oh next the next year a huge colts fan buys a pat mcafee jersey mcafee retires sarah gets me this <sighs> cold quit jersey for christmas Colquitt retires, <laughs> but he didn't retire. He got oh, traded, yeah. Yeah. traded, but then kind of retired. But yeah, yeah. So interesting to note on the road. road oh, sorry about that. I dropped a beer. <laughs> I dropped a beer, but I saved one. Um, Party fell. 
Yeah, it w- it wasn't open yet, so it's good. So disappointed in you right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Matt Moore was brought in after uh, Mahomes got hurt uh, mm-hmm. in the Denver Broncos game, and he secured two wins, you know, along with the rest of the team, of course. But interesting right. to note. And I think, uh, who was our backup quarterback that year? I think it's still the same. It's Chad Henney. I believe he got hurt in that towards the end of the Bronco game. I have to Google that, but he got hurt, you know, somewhere in there. And uh, Matt Moore came in and, you know, got us the last two wins. And, you know, I think we'll hit the other part of that later on how that ended towards the end of the regular season. How many things had to fall into place that, you know, Jeremy, I've told you about and Right. It was, ex- it was so exciting, but we're getting ahead. We're getting towards the end of the season, not the beginning. <laughs> but that's what everyone wants to talk about, the playoffs, you know. The the playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, what happened? But, uh, you know, we had a lot of really good games. There's a couple games I still question in my brain how we lost them, but, you know, it happens. Well, let's just do a quick recap of the of the regular season uh, of the of 2019. Obviously, we started off 4-0 with wins against Jacksonville, Oakland, Baltimore, and Detroit. Now, you know, it's not really a stretch to beat Detroit, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Although they played the stuff, it was uh, 34-30. Yeah, you got to admit, when when, uh, Detroit can put up 30 30 points against us, you know that uh, either our defense was still a little little slack or whether – well. And that is actually true. Thinking back, just as I said that, that was the year that our defense in the first three quarters of the season really was struggling. Yeah, it's kind of like after the bye, they woke up or right before the bye, something like that. Well, I, I mean, at, if you look, look at, at go ahead. the scores, it started week 11, I guess, or I'm sorry, week 13, right after the bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Look at the look at the the small numbers of uh, of the opponents. <laughs> but it, it's interesting to me because it like took them that long to buy into uh, Spagnola's system, but once they did, they seen how well it worked. And you know, and you can tell us by looking at these scores. And we'll get there in just a second. Let's just run through the next two uh, uh, week five and six. We lost to the Colts and to the Texans. And there's those damn Colts again. I swear I to God, Kansas City has this thing about the Colts and losing to them. Oh, trust me. I, I watched that playoff game and we were up 21 points or something like that, you know, and then lost. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> and, and of, of course, it was a playoff game. So we wanted the trend to continue evidently at that time and point. <laughs> Uh, week seven, we beat Denver, uh, week eight, we lose to the Packers. Now, if I remember right, um, was Rogers out that game? Yeah. I'm going to say it was either Mahomes or Rogers. Cause the next time they played, I think Mahomes was out. Right. Right. Um, we beat, uh, in week nine, we beat the Vikings and then turned around and lost to the Titans the, the week after. Uh, and then week 11, we beat the chargers going into the bye week. What stadium did we play at that week? Um, um, let's go a la taquica. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to try to pronounce it. 
Telemundo Deportes. <laughs> I think it's uh, Estadio Azteca. I was going to go with the uh, Pico Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, but it was uh, played in Mexico City. Um, you know, there was a lot of controversy during that game as well. As I, as I recall, people using laser pointers and, you know, stuff like that at the teams. Oh, really? I don't remember mm-hmm. that. Yep. Dang. What's up with that? I know that uh, I know that that's bad news. It's never really good to have laser pointers because. Yeah, I think I think that was a game again. You know, that's my opinion. But I remember some uproar about it, you know, coming out after the game was done. So like the next day or two, it didn't come out during the game. But anyway, just that's my what I recall. Right on. So we did the bye week in week 12. And then we did the uh, five game win streak where we beat Oakland. We beat the Patriots. We beat the Broncos. We beat the bears and we beat the chargers again. What what was significant (laughs) on week 17? Who was was new England playing week 17 and all they had to do was win and secure home field advantage. I remember. That's a History dramatic quiz. pause. History quiz. That's and a dramatic I, pause. And I think I'm right because I was at the game and I remember it. I believe it was Miami, and Miami sucked. Is that was, the one that Miami come back late in the very end of that game and just uh, and took it away on a? Uh, I don't even remember. It was some some sort of really crazy play or something, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, you know the. <laughs> On TV, or at least at Arrowhead Stadium, they were were announcing both games simultaneously, which, oh. <laughs> according according to Mitch Holtis, you know, was a big no no. But he didn't care. I don't think. Um, <laughs> we love um, Mitch. We love Mitch. Mitch, if yeah, you're so listening, I, we love you. <laughs> so if I got all my facts straight, I remember them. You know, we would play a play, and then they would give recap on what was happening in New England and the Miami game, and. You know, they basically beat New England to secure us home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Nice. That's but been that a, was a unique a moment. Yeah, I'm about to you make sure it was Miami. Probably will never that'll sure. never happen again ever. Was Tom Bra- Tom Brady was still in New England at that time, right? Yeah, yeah. It's his last year. Yep. I was thinking it was. Him and that damn Buccaneers. Speaking of Miami, I do want to hit on something before we get to the Super Bowl. Don't let me forget. Just before we get to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's our regular season there. We, uh, it, um, let's see. There's uh, the Chargers ended up uh, scoring 21 against us, the Bears three, the Broncos three, New England got 16, and the Raiders got nine. So that was what we're talking about with that defense. It picked up on Spagnola's um, scheme. And you could tell the difference mm. because I mean, every other game except the other, the other Denver game was either 20 or 30 points, you know, scored yeah. against us. So yeah, it is validated that it was Miami and with 24 seconds to go, Miami scored and secured the win. Yeah. That was that crazy play that they, yeah, they yeah. pulled off. And, and I was at that Arrowhead game. And when that was announced, it will, it went crazy in there. I mean, it was almost like one of those 142 decibel moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was pretty exciting. And anyone that was at that game, 
you know, can, you know, relive that in their mind probably forever. Right on. So that means that uh, with that, Kansas City takes the uh, number one spot in the AFC West. Also takes home field advantage throughout. In the um, AFC. In the AFC. Well, I'm just looking at the AFC West uh, division no. right at the moment. So, but yeah, that also leaves that. It doesn't leave them at number one in the AFC that year, though. Hold Which kind of leaves it a little, little flat on that. Uh, we got home field, but uh, oh, uh, I think it looks like Baltimore was number one in the AFC. We just happened to be right. number one in the AFC West that season. So, looks like it was the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Patriots, and the Texans all taking number one in their division, with uh, Buffalo and Tennessee coming in on the wild card spots. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wrong on basically New England would had would have had to have come to Kansas City. I think it was what everybody was happy about. Right on. Um, looks like our divisional game we played against the Houston Texans. Now you yeah. were talking about that game before we started. Yes, that game scared. So my wife and I were at the game. <clears throat> You know, we did our normal 555 mile drive, <laughs> you know, happily, happily to watch this game. Um, right. I figured we would dominate them and, you know, well, they surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they surprised everybody. And, uh, you know, those that are betting fans probably were pissed by the end of the game, but, um, <laughs> We were down, uh, what did I say, 21 to zero in the first quarter? Yep. Yep. And I turned to my wife, Karen, and I was like, I didn't drive 555 miles to watch this <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so we looked at each other and I said, as I mentioned before, I do smoke. I said, let's go have a smoke. Let's clear our mind, you know, and let's get some mojo going. So it takes you about four, three minutes, four minutes to walk down, you know, smoking area. As soon as we get down there, fireworks are going off. We're like, yes, we just scored. So, you know, now it's 721. And uh, what did I say? It wound up being at the end of the first quarter, uh, 28. Yeah. So it's amazing how a team can come back after being down 21 points and be leading at halftime. Right. Anyone that's a betting man that bet on the Chiefs for that to happen. It's probably a millionaire by now <laughs> because the the odds of that happening, and I don't care how good you are, are very slim um, right? to come back and be leading at halftime, let alone win the game. Was it 51 to 31? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the other caveat that I like to say on that game, which I shared with Jeremy before was, I don't know about, Halfway through the fourth quarter, Kansas City scored so many touchdowns. You know, after every touchdown, they let fireworks off. War paint used to go on the field, you know, all that good stuff. Right. But on the scoreboard, they put, due to scoring too many touchdowns, we've run out of fireworks. (laughs) And that was another one of those 142 decibel moments where the crowd just went nuts. Uh, Yeah. You know. um, Well, I'll tell you what, right now, that's a tough thing to. uh... That's a tough thing to do to score so many points that you run out of fireworks to. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
yeah, that, that, that was my, you know, the three moments in the game, you know, us looking at each other saying we didn't want to drive that far to watch our team lose right. a playoff game. Going down to have a cigarette to get the mojo going, and as we're down there, the fireworks go off. And then the third third thing, you know, we ran out of fireworks. I mean, that was just awesome. <laughs> I gotta awesome. love it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, in case I, I missed it when going into that, uh, that was the divisional round. We had the buy, the first round buy, so we didn't yeah. have to play in the wild card. So that was the divisional round. Then we went into the AFC Championship. Yeah. Who we, did Baltimore lose to? I forgot that knocked them out, but gave us home field advantage. Mm, I am. Mm, I don't know. Um, that's a good good google there you go google that bad boy uh so we went to the afc championship game and uh we played the tennessee titans where we beat them 35 to 24 to go to our first super bowl in 50 years and i will say that was one hell of an exciting experience um as jeremy can attest to Last season, watching mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals, unfortunately, get the AFC championship and the whole ceremony that goes on behind it. But, um, you know, obviously, we didn't – no one left that stadium. <laughs> oh, I imagine you guys stayed as long uh, – I mean, forever. Yeah, and, you know, um, you know, watching them get that trophy, you know, watching the Hunt family, you know, pretty much celebrate their dad, Lamar, um, you know, and it's – Lamar Hunt trophy is back where it belongs in right. the Lamar Hunt family um, at that time. And, you know, the other moment that kind of sticks out, and I've said this before, is, uh, you know, they let the players come up and do a little talking. You know, Mahomes is all about the team, you know, and the only thing I really remember besides Mahomes was Kelsey. Grabbing yeah. the mic, grabbing the microphone, and just singing "Beastie Boys." You got to fight for your right, and I have it on video. We will upload it. The entire stadium sang the song with them, <laughs> but absolutely no music. I mean, it was—I don't know if Kelsey planned it. I think it looked like it was a spur of the moment thing, the way that he acted. But man, it was another 142 decibel moment. <laughs> um, it was just something I'll never forget. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, 50 years and and, you know, a lot of people that were there probably don't remember the last time. I know that me personally, I don't remember when they went to the Super Bowl, Uh, you know, might have been a few years before I was even born. But 30 years of waiting, I know that I was pretty damn excited just in my little house here (laughs) in the middle of Indiana cornfields. So. Yeah, I don't remember who sings that song uh, about the Chiefs, but, you know, I've been waiting 50 years, but I'm not even 50 years old, but I've still been waiting. <laughs> oh, Mac Lethal. Yeah. Mac, uh, there you go. There yeah, you that go. Guy, he cracked me up when he put that in, a, in the <laughs> lyrics of his song. I was, I was like, well, that's how I feel, you know, being a lifelong fan. You know, we weren't there for Super Bowl four, So, right. you know, we only got to watch it on 8 millimeter. Um, you're welcome to come over and watch it anytime, guys. <laughs> um, I bet your dad remembers that, though. <laughs> he does very well. He remembers it. Yeah, he was happy that we won. You know, he tells me about it here and there. He's a lifelong fan, lifelong living out yeah. there and and uh, knowing where everything's at in Kansas City. Yeah, if we put him on the show, we'll have to extend it to a three-hour episode and. <laughs> And uh, 
we'll probably cut it cut it down to an hour and a half yeah get through the jokes yeah gunner's <laughs> just gonna take his headphones off and just just go in the other room yeah. <laughs> uh, i love uh, your dad man he's a great guy i enjoyed uh enjoyed uh my time with him setting out yeah. by fire at the at the airbnb it was it was a good time yeah right. you'll be on it you'll be on it yogi in august when oh really august? yeah when uh, i think the last week of august okay i had to make sure my schedule's clear so i can try to be out there even if i'm djing somewhere i gotta make sure i'm there so i can come yeah. visit with him yeah it'll be fun um hang on again so yeah but definitely. uh may- maybe we'll have senior citizen day and have him on there you go <laughs> and i hope he watches this because he's gonna call me and give me a hard time uh, did you tell him we were doing this by the way yeah he watched the first one i don't know if he's watched the other ones yet so right on well shout out shout out to daryl what's up buddy we keep calling keep calling him out yeah we will so <laughs> so anyways we headed out to super bowl number 54 50 years since we uh since we beat the Vikings and we played the San Francisco 49ers. And here's the, here, let me, let me give you a couple of takeaways <laughs> from, from this win. Okay. So, um, you know, Chico and his wife, Sarah were here at the house and, uh, you know, we always try to watch the games together as much as we possibly can. We don't get to watch all of them together, but you know, it's, it's still with the, the big ones. We always try to um, I was actually, uh, uh, banned to my room because I was in such a fit of hysterically temper tantrum. <laughs> and I was sent to my room to watch the game. And the, the beauty of that for me was, is that it, it calms me down because the TVs are like like five seconds difference. So if yeah. something good happens, I can hear Bobby from the other room, just screaming and hollering. Woo-hoo-hoo. But if something, you know, bad happens, then I know that too. And I can just close my eyes and make it go. away. <laughs> so that was the but one thing, the one thing I can take but, away from that. But aren't you superstitious as well? Because I invited you guys over and you're like, Nope, I got to do the same thing I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm throughout big, the season, I'm big. So on I'm guessing, what didn't you tell Bobby on one of the games to go outside because she was outside and we were winning or started coming back and winning or something like that? Yep, yep. I said that you need to go outside and just watch through the door. <laughs> 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 it's January. You just go stand outside. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, um, that's awesome. The other takeaway from that game is, uh, and you can take this as superstition, you can take this as a, a big jinx or whatever you want to take it as. But San Francisco did something where they they uh, recovered a fumble or broke the ball loose. From, I don't remember exactly. They scored a touchdown and then went and celebrated the whole team. Well, not the whole team, but the whole uh, defensive team. Defense. Yeah, in front of the camera out there flaunting their stuff like they just won the game. And that seems to be a big turnaround for Kansas City. It's like it pisses them off or something, and they just get more motivated to come back and kick your ass. That happened this season as well. Yes, it or did. last season. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, that was the turning point at that, at that moment. And I remember it. How many minutes in the third quarter? Uh, I don't remember. Seven minutes, 37 seconds, something like that. I'm going to have to go back and Google it, but it's somewhere. It's either nine minutes and 37 seconds or seven minutes, 37 seconds to go is when we just kick the burners on. Yep. And we turned around and won that game. Well, did you remember what we were down at halftime? I do not recall. I have to look it up. Hold on one sec. Chico, do you have any idea? Uh, for some reason, like 18 comes to mind, but that doesn't even sound close. <laughs> one second. I'll give you the exact. Um, so it was 20 to 10. Yes. 20 to 10. In the third, 10. In the third quarter. And if then I, it if was, I remember. And then it was zero points for the 49ers in the fourth quarter and 21 for the chiefs. <laughs> if I remember right, uh, it, it, it was interesting to go back and watch the game again, you know, cause <laughs> we've, we've watched it two or three times at super bowl. And it's interesting for me because I go back and I watch it and I'm like, you know, it, it was a lot closer than what I, what I remembered actually watching the game. Mm-hmm. In the in the, the first time, you know, when it was actually aired, and you'd be like, "Man, you know, we're actually keeping it somewhat close," or you know, it's it's kind yeah. of a battle or whatever. But yeah, there was some certain times where where it was yeah, uh, that, insane. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were trying to run the clock out, you know, by running the ball, right? You know, and, and accidentally <laughs> scored a you know forty yard <laughs> touchdown. I mean, Oopsie. Oopsie, you know, sorry about that. Um, I mean, that's just amazing. You know, I, I think, was that Damian Williams that did that? or uh, I believe so, yeah. I think Damian, because didn't we have to bring him at, back because we released him or he put him on the practice squad or something, and we had to bring yeah. him back because we were uh, a lot of the guys had gotten hurt. That was his only Probably. touchdown of the game, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was just trying to remember if it was Damian or not, but I just remember, hey, we're going to run the clock out, and he just goes to the left and <laughs> all the way to the house. At that point, at that point, I don't remember how much time was left, but there wasn't much. And I knew that we had won at that point. So the Jordan household was very happy. (laughs) You weren't at that game. No, no, you were at the AFC championship game, right? No, that game was in, that game was in Miami. Okay. I wanted to tell my story about Miami. Well, let me, let me have it. Because late February after Super Bowl 53, I was on a plane that laid over in Baltimore and then flew down to Miami. This is the year before we went down there and won the Super Bowl. And I was in Miami, but I was at the Hard Rock Stadium for a conference for my job at the time. And I'm walking in the stadium, watching them do all the construction and going to meetings and stuff and just you know, enjoying that stadium, not knowing that the Chiefs were going to be there in less than a year playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and now I'm setting that is that if it would have been one year later and we were at that conference, there would have been all the Super Bowl stuff and all that stuff would have been there. It just, I look back on that as like just a disappointing moment in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe uh, you, you help make it happen. You being there as a Chiefs fan, they're like, all right, it's our year. Yeah, you know, it yeah. all depends on how your superstition goes. And <laughs> remember walking you know, up, Karen and I. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you're good. 
know that in the previous podcast where we talked about all going to the AFC championship game and, you know, the ice storm and getting mm-hmm. room 322, which is my birthday. Yeah. Turning on the TV and Muhammad Ali uh, documentaries playing. And the first song they play is we're going to Kansas City. And, you know, the whole year, just like my wife, she's like, it's our year. It's our year. It's our year. And right there, I had nothing but I was like, yeah, we're winning this damn game. There's no question. There's too many <laughs> damn signs. And I'm not a superstitious person at all. My wife is. I'm not. But when you get 322 and uh, going to Kansas City to playing out of a movie that you turn out in a, in a hotel room, come on. Come on. Yeah. Well, and then you also throw in the big caveat of um, your wife turned 50, and that was the 50th anniversary of them winning the Super Bowl. So, I mean. Yeah, that too. That's her superstition. You yep. know, that, and like I mentioned, our house did not change. Right. We did our ritual, which you forgot to mention. Who? What's that? Before the Super Bowl, what's our ritual? Oh, we always, uh, in between the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, we always meet for lunch at the um, Industrial, Industrial Revolution. Revolution. Yep. That is, uh, and, and it didn't even matter that the Chiefs weren't in the Super Bowl last year. We still did it because it's just a really cool tradition. And yeah. since we don't get to see each other much in the winter, it just works out really, really nice because it's that January, February time time frame. And we get to go visit with you guys and it's just awesome. Yep. Who else had superstitions about that? Was it your wife or was it, was it Bobby that had certain things or Sarah or what is Sarah's superstitions? What does she do? Um, she's always wearing her, um, her chief's uh, pajama pants every game. Always, she will not. She will not wear a jersey unless we are at the stadium. Um, she always sits in the same spot on the couch. <laughs> she doesn't change that. And then I'm pretty sure when we go over to mom and dad's for a game, she always sits on the same couch. <laughs> so, it's true. It's but, true. And, and but she, she does put her pajama pants on and wear them over there to watch games. <laughs> sure. It's awesome. It's the best. Uh, I like always I said, have. Uh, uh, I always have a thing where I won't wear a jersey during the game. Um, and uh, last season, I had a certain Harley Davidson shirt that I always wore during the game. Hmm. And see, Karen and I are opposite. We all, me, her, and her mom, which she, she is a two or three year Chiefs fan now. Um, and she's never followed sports her entire life. We all wear our Mahomes jerseys. So, right on for every game. Nice. Um, so yeah, what a, what a great game in Miami and, uh, you know, to come back and, and to win that game and just, I mean, even just the whole playoffs that year were pretty, pretty damn exciting. I don't think there was a game that playoff season at all that we didn't, uh, we didn't come back from a large deficit of some sort. Yeah, it was pretty consistent. After the after the second half, it was it was coming and, and 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 the chief is gone. He is <laughs> gone, gone. He had a frozen face there for a minute. If you're watching on YouTube, you probably laughed at him because it was kind of a goofy <laughs> face. Did you guys freeze up or was it just yeah? I think it, it was you, gone. Bill. <laughs> I think it was you. Um, no, it was a it was a great play, great playoff run, and it's super exciting. And for for us as Chiefs fans, I mean, that's just remarkable 
what a remarkable way to win to go and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and there was there's the one thing I I go back and watch it probably once or t- even twice a year, if not more. NFL Films put out the you know short film they did after we had won Super Bowl Fifty Four, and it's like one of those most touching. You get goosebumps, it almost makes you cry. You get the whole thing with Patrick what running up to his dad and. You know, they're both crying and then you get the part with Kelsey going up to his dad. And, right. And it's just there's just so much of the, the little stuff that you don't see happening because you're, you know, you're watching on TV. But then they put together this short film, all the guys that are mic'd up, all the guys, you know, that they're running around, finding all their loved ones, trying to give them hugs, confetti's falling everywhere. Right. You get all of the stuff that led up to the game. And usually they recap the playoffs in those short films. And they do in this one. It's NFL films. If you get a chance to go check it out, it'll as a Chiefs fan, it'll probably make you cry because it's just Wow, yeah. That's now the... it now it's nostalgia because it's been a couple of years and right, right. It's like just remembering well, that moment. You talk about that with Patrick and, and all that. Uh something to bring up uh Travis Kelsey's brother Jason. Yeah. Uh who was a center for the Philadelphia Eagles was at that game. But a, a couple of years prior to when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Travis was at that game. And that's a really cool uh, little interaction between those two. And as far as, you know, Travis got to see his brother win and Jason got to see his brother win. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And I'm sure that was probably in the in that documentary film, too. Is it not? Did they touch on that? I'm sure they did. I'm, I'm sure I, I don't remember. <laughs> time, must be time to go back and watch it again it must be time to go back and watch it as we gear up for the uh 2022-23 season um something else to um, make note of and i know that phil's not with us because i think his internet went out but um <clears throat> we talked about the industrial revolution uh the the tradition that we the you know we have started where we meet meet him between the afc championship game and the super bowl the year that they won then in that in well it had been 2020 when we actually met up for for uh, for that lunch mm-hmm. he actually walked in to uh, the restaurant carrying a box and you know it was uh, he i'd bought some i'd bought some of the the casey vodka the vodka bottle and i can't remember what else he had in there for me that you know he had ordered a bunch of stuff and ordered me one and i paid him for it or whatever but as he's, you know, putting that stuff out and showing it to me, he reaches in and pulls out. Um, if anybody has ever been to Arrowhead, you know, you can get a Bloody Mary in a, like a souvenir uh, jar. Yeah. And so he brought me back one of these Bloody Mary um, uh, Mason jars and it had the confetti and all that stuff in it from that AFC championship game. And it, you know, that's still one of the coolest things I, that I have mm-hmm. on display in my living room. So, Hey, you're back. Yeah. I have two uh, ISPs and both of them took a dump at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, just discussing our, uh, all the stuff you brought me during the, oh. <laughs> at 2000 in 2020, when we met up industrial revolution. Yeah. You know what? If I wouldn't known how much they were selling confetti for, yeah, I would have, no I would have brought a broom in a black bag um, and swept all that up. <laughs> yeah. I just did it 
you know, just to grab a few pieces. I wasn't thinking of people are going to make money off of this. Right. They did. The Chiefs are making money hand over fist off that confetti. I mean, I have one of the keychains. Finally, I got one off of the season ticket member portal um, with uh, 10,000 points. And I got a limited edition keychain with the confetti in it. Nice. Nice. Sorry, I'm not giving that to you, Jeremy. Oh, are you sure? You know, maybe, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe you can will it to me or something. Okay. All right. <laughs> I might have but to will it. You got her. We'll be so old. I know, right? <laughs> More than like, hey, what is this damn thing? Holy shit. What are you going to do with that? Let's just put it over here. <laughs> but I yeah, bought, we were, we were just talking so about much uh, stuff. I bought way too much stuff. <laughs> okay. It's um, it'll be all right. Yeah, we we won't uh, we won't hold it against you. That's for sure. <laughs> did you tell him the story on the hardest thing that I bought after the Super Bowl win? I am sure I know the answer to that, but it's not coming to me at this moment. The wine bottle. Oh, oh yeah. See, I, in my mind, I'm thinking about all the stuff you brought me during that during that lunch. I know that you yeah, know yeah. the the vodka bottles were in there. Mm-hmm. What else was in there? Do you remember? I remember the vodka bottle. I remember the the you know the Bloody Mary thing with the confetti. Right. A, a, oh, a towel, two towels. Right on. I think that was it. There might have been something else. I'm not sure, but yeah, there was quite a lot of junk we brought you. And oh yeah, like I said, I guess like I was telling you, brought this box into the restaurant, and <laughs> but yeah, the big thing was that was that uh, mason jar. You know, the Bloody Mary. Uh, souvenir cup with the with the confetti in it which sets right underneath my tv and yeah. i just every once in a while just give it a little shake you know to keep the keep the mojo <laughs> alive in there. you know that's more that superstition people you know what i'm talking about yeah i bought one of those i don't know what they call them you know the wine bottles that are you know huge yep um there's well, a certain there's a certain well, name to them um it's uh the manos i think it was manos wine company actually put out uh um you know the afc championship or the yeah the super bowl championship super bowl rings wine bottle yeah you bought the ring you bought the what the five gallon one or something and then the huge one and i I went to that I went to that website probably 10 times and, you know, it's like 500 bucks for the bottle, you know, 50 bucks for shipping. And I'm just like sweating bullets. And <laughs> my wife sees that I'm on the website again, cause there are only 500 of them. And I was like, man, only 500, how many are actually going to survive the next 15 to 20, you know, years right. in my brain, you know? And my wife's like, just buy it. And I, <laughs> I, I went click. Had her approval, so I was good. That was the most. I think that was the most expensive thing that I bought after the Chiefs win. Well, I bought one too, but I yes. bought the small bottle. <laughs> I I have that one as well. The whole collection. Um, they started it the year before. You know, remembering. You know, they did a uh, Super Bowl one for Super Bowl four. Mm-hmm. I think a couple years before that, and they made. You know, like a, a yellow one, a black one, a red right. one. So you know, Mano's wine just get in the supporting the cheese or however that worked out. But buying that five hundred dollar bottle of wine, which for <laughs> anyone that's asking or thinking, no, it will no, never be over. Never, 
never. So let um, me let me tell you this though, Phil. So I got the uh, the sixty four bottle, and the and then the AFC Championship bottle, and then you know the ring mm-hmm. bottle or whatever. You know, you ordered all those for me, and but yep. I remember I, I had them all set up, and I was showing Gunner and Sarah, and you know what Sarah told me, or asked mm-hmm. me, so. Um, do we get to open those at your wake? <laughs> hey, at that point, you don't care. And well, you know, and in, in the grand scheme of it, some I'm, good money. <laughs> they're going to be Actually, willed. They'll be on my shelf. Sarah. Yeah, exactly. They're Gunner and Sarah's anyway after I die. So, it, so <laughs> no, really Sarah, matter, but. Sarah, you're listening to this. We're not opening them ever. Never. They're just going to be on a shelf. They're just on a shelf. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I keep I keep my wine bottle down here in the basement, the chief's uh man cave. So it's safe, it's in a cool place, it's on its side as it should be. So if someone did open it, you know, 40 years from now, it might be drinkable. <laughs> oh I remember the name of the bottle, uh wine bottle for anyone that's gonna correct me. I think it's the Imperial wine bottle is the correct name for that size. Oh, nice. Well, I know Manos must have some sort of deal because all over my Facebook uh, right now, and they're trying to get me to buy it, is uh, <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche uh, Stanley Cup, you know, win this year. Uh, and they've got a, they've done an etch bottle with that, too. And I just looked at Bobby and I'm like, mm, probably not. Yeah, probably nah, won't do that. Not a fan of that. So I bought every piece of alcohol I can find that had super bowl memorabilia on it i mean i filled my back of my car up with it It, it's insane and no i did not open or touch any of the closed cases i'm that kind of person right right i just can't do it anything that i buy i don't open i mean i showed you that pack of cards i don't even know when i bought them i mean obviously (laughs) in 2019 but this has never been opened and it'll never be opened unless, you know, someone wants to offer me a substantial amount of money for this. <laughs> Cause I, I don't even know if these, what these could be worth, you know, unopened. So, I mean, right there in the front, uh, Pat, Pat Mahomes. Yep. So let's open it and see what, what you got in there. there might be no, something it, really it, good buried in there. It tells you on the back. <laughs> you oh, it Patrick, tells you? Yeah. Patrick Travis, uh, Hyde, Watkins, Hitchens, Raglan, Jones, Tony Gonzalez. Okay, no, he was part of the 2019 uh, <laughs> team, but okay. Um, there you go. Tyron Matthew, Frank Clark, Juan Thornhill, and McCole Hardman. That's a nice little collection inside there. Yeah, but where did Tony come? I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Tony, Tony's awesome, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they maybe they re-signed him for one day just at, just before they won the Super Bowl, so he could have a ring. So this was made in twenty. <laughs> so by the way, I'm reading the back of this. This was made in 2019. So, huh? So before they before they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that could be very collectible for all I know. Mm. Well, I have one more thing to add to the fact that Kansas City, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, win the Super Bowl. Um, February 2nd, 2020. And this has been brought to my attention uh, a few times that Kansas City wins the Super Bowl and the world shuts down in a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
uh, almost one month later, almost almost um, month later. Yep. And I will again say, you know, the office of the chiefs, you know, did well by the season ticket holders by allowing us to opt out. Right. Um, I will say one thing I wasn't happy about though, is I didn't get my super bowl season ticket member gift box by opting out. That's my, wow. only, that, that's my only beef. Um, right on, you know, you know, they typically send out some kind of, um, like, uh, not prize, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like some sort of gift or whatever. Yeah. A gift yeah. for being a season ticket member every year. And that year it was the 2020 or yeah. Uh, the super bowl, uh, box and I didn't get it, but two years before that, I got the chief flag. Mm. And and I only fly the Chiefs flag in the playoffs, including the Super Bowl. It's the only time that flag has flown. Um, I don't fly it all year. As soon as the game's done, I go out and take it down. I marked on there the two Super Bowls we were in, in right marker, on. you know, with a, a W and one with an L. I don't want any more L's. <laughs> no more L's, please. <laughs> yeah, it's actually sitting right over there. I can see it from where I'm sitting. Um, but yeah, I only fly it during the playoffs and Super Bowl. Nice. If we're in it, if we're in the Super Bowl, let me clarify right. that statement. I will not fly it if the Chiefs are not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's not a it's not a Super Bowl right. flag. It's a cheap Super Bowl flag. Yeah. But uh, maybe I should fly it at half mast if we're not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Sounds like a wise choice. Uh, well, boys, uh, Chico, you uh, need to add anything to the end of this? Would you like to say anything about uh, the uh, Super Bowl run? No, I think I'm good. All right. Uh, hey, Phil? Chico. Chico, oh. get this. Guess what movie I watched over the weekend? Give me the ball. Give me the ball. I want the ball. <laughs> you want the ball. <laughs> I got you the ball. ball. I got you the ball. <laughs> so oddly enough, I did watch that over the weekend because um, we were talking about it at the end of, I don't know, episode two, I think. Right um, on. We were talking about, you know, the other uh, podcast that Chico does. And I think, is that your number one? It was my number one. Okay, so oddly one. enough. I hopped on one of the, my, whatever, you know, Netflix or uh, prime or whatever. And it happened to be right up there in the top and I clicked it and I watched the entire thing and laughed. Yep. I, I forgot how good that movie actually was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a son of a bitch. Oh, I'm a son of a bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. I def- <laughs> and the guy, the, the sumo wrestler eating the eggs. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, he puked and they moved, you know, as a group and, and the coach is like, well, at least that's the first thing they've done as a team. <laughs> yep, exactly. I do so, want to make I do want to make a reference to uh, the call guys and and uh, the two uh, uh, offensive linemen that were the bodyguards, the brothers or whatever. Christopher Big Black Boykin. It it is it not. Christ- ah, it was it not. It okay, was Colton, not. There you go. Yep, there you go. It was not. <laughs> I went and looked it up. It's not. Uh, it's not Big Black from. Uh, uh, Robin big and yeah, Robin big. So, um, yeah, just so you know, it's just a little, <laughs> little cross reference there, but interesting. All right. I just wanted to let you know, I did rewatch it and I really enjoyed it. And, and Jeremy, 
Yeah. I know you said you rewatched the Super Bowl two, two or three times. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know that's a lie. I've watched that thing probably 50 times. Oh, I, no, I, I, I have not. I've only watched it maybe two, two times. I have not watched it a ton. I not think that Mom's many. watched it a couple oh. more, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it, I, I would put it on as white as noise in the bedroom and just sleep like a baby. <laughs> I would Talk fall asleep. Re-watchable. I don't yeah, know, I would, man. It might give me anxiety all over again. No, I would fast forward to uh, you know the third quarter, you know whatever that minute mark was, right? Just let it play, and I would sit there and watch it, and then fall asleep, and oh, it was peaceful. <laughs> Have good dreams. It's a beautiful thing. I I did that for a long time, so. <laughs> um, but it is white noise if you like white noise in the background any kind of football that's true yeah i've taken i've taken many a nap sunday afternoon to a (laughs) a boring (laughs) bears game or or something (laughs) like that well that's kind of what we do when we go to the chiefs games you know we'll go to uh you know a noon game we'll be in the tailgating area around 8 8 30 which means you know we're out of the house at 7 7 30 right right by the time the game's over you're just totally spent and yep. uh karen and i turn on a football game in the bedroom fall asleep get up get dinner and then watch the night game there you <laughs> rinse, go re- rinse repeat <laughs> watch <So>. rinse repeat <laughs> and you guys will fall into that category i guarantee you oh hey i'm all about napping after a after a midday game oh i love it a, after a huge win yeah i'm all yeah. for it <laughs> So, by the way, guys, I'm still trying to get Jeremy to get a personalized plate, but his wife said I can't pressure him into buying yeah, anything I'm else. Not allowed. Yeah, <laughs> you got to stop. You got to stop pressuring me into this stuff. Yeah, season uh, tickets might have been as far as you could ever go. That's a big, uh, that's a no big jump for me. Going forward. That's a big hey, jump for me. I will. I, I told you guys, I give you total kudos for finally uh pulling the trigger and you know now that you have them i don't think you'll ever give them up to be honest as as long as i can still afford them before they go completely skyrocketing but uh well, you know happy with them sky- so far if you, they skyrocket you sell two or three games pay for next season put it in yeah. the bank good to go well I'm working um, on that in a few games that we're not going to make this year. So one thing I think for next year, when we get back to this, you know, after this season, I'm going to go on the record and say there will be a waiting list for Chiefs tickets finally. Oh, I believe it because uh, seeing as how we are the, n- the new season ticket holders, uh, you know, as being our first season, we were very late in the picking scheme of those tickets Mm-hmm. And there weren't many left when, when I got to pick my tickets. So yeah, I'm just telling anyone that's watching this podcast that's always wanted to get in to be a season ticket member. This might be your last year without a waiting list. Um, that's just my two cents. I don't work for their front office. I don't sell tickets. I'm just going off how I what I see available and based right. off what Jeremy told me as well. Right on, but. You know, I think it's a good investment. I think so. And, and we'll be happy to be out there and uh, rooting on our favorite, our favorite team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Anyways, gentlemen, let's get this wrapped up for tonight. Um, yep. Gunner, Chico. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. You got my socials? I do. 
I do. I do. Everybody, thank you for listening to the Indiana Chiefs fans podcast. You can get us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Podbean, anywhere you get your podcast. Check us out on YouTube. We do, 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 do video. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it is posted on our YouTube. That is under the Indiana Chiefs fans podcast. Just search for that there on YouTube. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash IN Chiefs fans pod. And if you want to tell us any stories that you have from Kansas City, you can send us an email at IN Chiefs fans podcast at gmail.com. I was told today by Rob at work that he did send an email. And I'm going to tell you right now, Rob, you can explain that email when you are a guest here on the Indiana Chiefs <laughs> fans podcast. Um, while you're oh, listening to... I'm going to have to go read the email? Yeah, go read the email. Yeah. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to go read an email? <laughs> I think, I, I'd think, be happy see. to read an email. That's fucking awesome. Hey, I, I read emails all day. Phil reads emails all day. And I'm yeah. pretty sure you read emails all day. <laughs> and hold on. I'm the tech guy, and I don't even have access to read emails. Oh, yeah. We get you the email. Yeah. I'm just messing with email. the email. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah <laughs> also while you are checking out all of the other podcasts underneath the golden image golden image golden mojo entertainment umbrella you can check out the call guys podcast that is facebook.com slash the call guys pod golden image podcast facebook.com slash golden image podcast the Murd nerds podcast facebook.com slash nerds and the United States of Paranormal Podcast, facebook.com slash the United States of Paranormal. That's two sop. <laughs> That's two sop for two short. Sop. Yeah. Two sop. Much easier. Yeah, it is one. Wait, until you try to spell it. And then T U S. All right, guys. Thank you uh, again. A great week. Uh, I love talking to you about the about the Chiefs and uh, the road to the Super Bowl uh, Fifty Four. This has been an awesome yep. episode. And uh, you guys uh, have any parting words for our listeners? Yeah. What's uh, what's up next for the listeners next week? Well, next week's going to be an interesting week because Chico will not be with us because yeah. uh, Chico is going to be in Disney and in Florida you know, doing his thing. So next week, uh, and, and, and Phil, are you going to be with me next week? You know, I'm going to do my damnedest. I won't be able to do the arrowhead chop with this hand. It's going to be weird doing it with my other hand, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, that's what she said. (laughs) Yeah. If, if, if I'm not (laughs) such a nerd, If I, I, well, hell, if I'm drugged up, it might be an awesome episode. Um, uh, But yeah, I I plan on being there um, and it'll be on Wednesday recording, right? Yes. Yes. We'll be on a Wednesday recording. Yeah. If not, (laughs) I'll juice up Karen. Oh, down here. <laughs> well you you uh, oh, there's your there's you, your episode with mine there you go i don't okay i don't know if i can handle that <laughs> who the hell was she talking about all the time on your uh um your other podcast Freddy in the Kruger. background no jason uh voorhees. jason voorhees yeah yeah that. she's like she's like it's at a campground it's him <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that's the yeah. Your wife's a little crazy, but if uh, uh, well, 
next week, uh, I definitely will be talking about Arrowhead Stadium. And uh, Chico, I I wish you could be here. If you can, uh, I'll go ahead and send you the invite. If you uh, have a free <laughs> moment, you know, and can just jump on on your phone or whatever, and okay. and just uh, give us an update on what you're up to and how much fun you're having down there. Will that do. would be great. We'll if not, we we totally understand, man. He's on vacation, uh, heading down there with Sydney and Lucas and his wife Sarah to go yes. uh, a good time. play around oh, yeah. at Disney. So, oh yeah, there you go. But I'll try to be on. Like I said, it's Wednesday. I should be recovered. Hopefully, if not, I'll watch it later. <laughs> there you go. Well, you let me know as soon as uh, as soon as you can. Whether you think you're going to be okay. If not, I think the Skywalker has volunteered to come in and just uh, co-host so we can. I am uh, not your father. I am not your father. Um, he uh, <laughs> will have to have that whole stupid Seattle view from that side. But, you know, I'll still uh, make a talk about Arrowhead Stadium. So it'll be a good time. Hey, tell him you can go to the game. <laughs> he might be going to one if I can't take Sarah on her birthday. <laughs> Oh, we'll you thinking him. about take you thinking about taking him to that game? Maybe. Take All right. To go. All right. Just All keep right. me Matter informed. Me and you. Hey, if he can't go, I'll definitely go with you. Okay. I have that weekend yeah. free, so. Sounds good to me. Very I'll nice. Head, I'll head down to. I'll head back down to Kansas City. Yeah. All right. Gentlemen, thank you. And uh, to all our listeners, please go like and subscribe to our channel. We need those views. Let's get those up. And we appreciate all the people who've been listening. And from our little slice of the Chiefs kingdom here in Indiana, here's what I have to say. How about those Chiefs? (laughs) And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.